Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second episode of the Cine Garden Podcast. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Rob's nervous. This I'm time. a little more nervous, and the reason being is because we we set this up and like we organized uh, episode two of like what we're gonna talk about and things like that. But for some reason, I feel less prepared. We're doing a lot more stuff this time. It's less like stream of consciousness storytelling and more like we're just talking about a bunch of stuff. So yeah, that's probably why you feel nervous. But anyway, to fine. recap last episode, we mm-hmm. talked about uh, how we kind of started our business mm-hmm. and where we are now in our business, yeah. uh, what that kind of looked like in between. And then we talked about five lessons, mm-hmm. right? Five lessons. Yeah, like things that we kind of wish we had known slash things we've learned along the way. So very general lessons. Um, And yeah, just kind of told the whole story of the business and how we both kind of got to where we are as far as our experience goes and all that. Right. You should check it out. If you have not listened to episode one, you can. It's there. Yeah. Um, We, so depending on where you're watching slash listening to this, we are posting this podcast on YouTube and Apple podcasts. Um, it's called Cinegarden podcast. Um, and then our YouTube channel is just Cinegarden. Um, but we have heard from some folks that they would like it to be on Spotify. I don't know how that works, but I'm going to look into it and perhaps, um, You'll be listening to this episode on Spotify. Maybe. Perhaps not. Perhaps we'll figure it out for the next episode. Um, But we'll keep you updated on that. Either way, you can access um, everything through our Instagram. The link in our bio links to everything. So all of our socials. Perfect. All right. Let's introduce the new topics and segments. Si, senor. All right. We've got a couple of new things that uh, we kind of did some polls on our Instagram and we just kind of asked our listeners or would be listeners what they would like to hear and maybe see um, from us. Mm -hmm. And so we're adding a couple of new segments, segment uh, for TikToks and a segment for music, music some tunes that we've been enjoying um rob doesn't really look for new music like i do i'm i'm the person that like i pretty much always listen to my discover weekly on spotify and like the release radar and all of that i like to find new music because i like wear stuff out so i need new stuff all the time i wear stuff out to the point where like you wear it out for years but this is the thing the reason that i do that is so that i can like if i went to a show and for some reason they picked me out of the crowd and they were like hey sing this song i would (laughs) know really why you do that that i've never told you that before no i've never told you that before but like i know it as well as the artist knows it i feel like i listen once i find a song that i really like I just listen to it so much that I know everything about it. The fact that you're like prepared for that, it, it's almost like it's slightly an anxiety thing. 
Maybe. That you're like psyching yourself up and preparing yourself for the off chance, the very off chance that you get chosen out of the crowd to come up on stage. (laughs) (laughs) Is that going to happen in your life? No, probably not. But I've seen videos about it. You know, maybe one day that could be me. Anyway, nevertheless, I'm probably not going to be very active in the music portion because she's like kind of into that. And uh, I am more of like, I listen to old music so much. We just discussed that. Anyway, um, so we added those segments. We also are going to do like a story time segment where we just kind of tell a funny story from our experience in the business. I mean, sometimes it might just be like a life story because, Mm -hmm. you know, eventually we might run out of fun stories with the business. I don't know. We were trying to think of some and it's hard because you don't want to tell a story that's going to be like offensive to, you know, past people we've worked with or anything like that. Yeah. Um, And we want... I don't know. Some things may be funny to us, but not to other people. So what we've come up with this week is some goofs and gaffes um, that we have experienced over the years. Uh, <laughs> one, and gaffes. one experience uh, that Ad has, and then an ex- experience that I had uh, with our drones. We're calling it drone nightmares. Yes, drone nightmares. I feel like we haven't had a drone nightmare in a while. Yeah. Luckily, because I feel like it's because DJI has truly perfected their technology to where you kind of have to be trying to have a goof. You almost can't. It you know. I mean, as it kind of stops you from on, having goofs. Yeah, I, I've I've almost made many a goofs, and uh, thankfully that technology has just been like, yeah, no goofs. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um so th- okay, so both of our stories are about the same drone, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, so this was th- okay, we got this my dad got us a drone when drones were new. Mm-hmm. Um and the brand it had a GoPro on it, 3D right? 3D Solo. Was it made by GoPro? No. It was okay. called 3D Solo. 3DR Solo, I think. No. Okay, whatever. Um, no hate on that brand. I don't know what they're doing now or if they still make drones or whatever. But sure. um, that that was, uh, I don't know why my dad chose that drone either. I don't know why he chose that over, like, because I, I would assume that the DJI, like, uh, Phantom had come out. Yeah. Maybe. But I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so he gives us a drone and... <laughs> Um, had I ever flown it before that? Did we do a practice? Yeah. I think we did a practice run. Okay. We did some practice So runs. here's the thing. We had a wedding and this was probably, this was our second year mm-hmm. in the business, right? Yep. Um, so we had, we had shot a handful of weddings, not very many. And, um, Rob had a trip to Scotland planned and I knew that he wasn't going to be there for this wedding. So I was going to shoot this wedding by myself and, um, usually Rob was the drone guy. Um, he's really great at video games and I feel like that kind of carries over on drone skills. <laughs> and, and I just, the drone kind of scared me. So I just didn't, I wasn't really interested in learning how to fly it. So 
but I know I'm going to have to because this venue is so beautiful and I just knew we needed drone footage. So not to mention too, the, this venue is like three hours away from home. So that just kind of added another like layer of stress to it. But anyways, so I, I go and I'm like, all right, it's time to get some drone footage. And this drone was, was definitely finicky, but it was really my fault what happened. It wasn't, it wasn't totally the drone's fault. Um, so (laughs) I go and I, and I get the drone like taken off and I'm not even really paying attention to the fact that there's like tree, like a tree line behind me. And so I'm thinking, okay, there's no, there's nothing like close to my back, but obviously the, the branches were like, you know, they overhang. And so, but they were really up high and I just, I don't know. I just didn't think about it. And so I just shoot that baby up and immediately I hear, (laughs) I hear it hit something and I hear like sticks break and stuff. And I'm like, Oh God. And, (laughs) and I still remember, I like look up and I see it. And then all of a sudden it's like happening in slow motion. I see it. (laughs) it's like falling out (laughs) it's falling out of the sky it's like tumbling and then it just smacks the ground and i'm like oh my gosh and no one's around at this point so i'm like it's okay it's okay but i'm I'm really panicking and i'm like hoping nobody is witnessing what is happening and that it landed upside down and so it was like you know, the propellers are going nuts on the ground and stuff. And, um, I go over to it and I'm trying to use the remote to turn it off. Well, it ain't happening. That thing is not turning off and it's just going nuts. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to have to like manually do this and like push the button on the top of the drone. So I like flip it over and you have to hold the button to turn it off. And so I hold it and I'm not even like paying attention. I don't, my brain does not register that I'm, I'm getting destroyed by this drone as I'm turning it off. So I turn it off and then I realize, oh my gosh, my arm really hurts. And I look and my arm was like gashed open. Um, there was like a couple different gashes and I was, I was bleeding and it, and it was already like swollen up and I'm like, oh my gosh, what do I do? Because I like I don't want to go to the bride and and be like, I just wrecked our drone and like <laughs> like yeah. bleeding everywhere. And anyways, luckily it happened to be a an old friend of Rob's. And so um, oh wait, I didn't even mention the best part. So after the end of all this, and I'm realizing that I'm cut open and stuff, I like look up and I just see this kid. Like there's a, it's a, there's a big pond and there's a bridge over it, and I just see him on the bridge and he's just watching me. <laughs> like he saw everything happen, <laughs> and I was like, I hate my life. Wow. Like I want to go home. <laughs> Anyways, so I needed a band aid. I was bleeding profusely, and um. I had to go to the where the the bridal suite was and let them know. Well, I pulled her name is Allison. I pulled her aside and I was like, "This is really embarrassing for me, but I just had an accident with my drone and I got a little cut up and I really need like a band." Wasn't your hand cut up as well? Yeah, I think my hand was cut up too, and I doubt that I still have the picture, but 
I remember. Do you remember when I got home and my whole arm was bruised? Yeah, it was bruised like, for like a my week whole and a half arm was bruised, and I have scars. Let's see if I can. I don't know. Oh wait, this is the going? wrong arm. I think. Yeah. Yeah, there they are. I don't know if you can see it. Maybe I can zoom in, but we got three nice scars there from that drone. Slicing, slicing and dicing. But anyways, Brad was super understanding. It was fine. I got band-aids and I rolled with it. And I think we, I'm going to look. If it is not inserted right here, then we don't have the footage. But I think we still might have the footage of the drone crashing. Yeah, it, everything was recorded, so you could see it, like, hit the trees, and it's, like, like going upside down. <laughs> I'm going to have to dig for that, for real, but anyway. <laughs> I don't know where it would be. It might be on the old laptop. Maybe. Okay. Um, That is just a travesty, what happened to you. It, yeah, it was... That's um, worst-case scenario, almost. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just one of those things when I feel like when you're new to weddings... Just be prepared for like you're gonna have a story like that. Yeah. Like worst case scenarios happen. <laughs> yeah. So my story was with the same drone, and uh, we were shooting a an event for our church, and there were like a bunch of people, and I was getting uh, everybody like having fun in this particular area, and um, there were like police officers and things like that, and I, I really wasn't thinking anything of it, but. Um, I had the drone flying around. It was a rather large drone, so it was kind of like everyone it's could tell. Loud. And it was really loud, yeah. That thing was a hunk of junk. Well, for the time, it was pretty good. But anyway, yeah. this uh, I have it. Uh, I'm in the middle of everybody. Like I'm just flying it and watching it. And this cop comes up to me, and he's like, Hey, man, uh, what you doing? I'm like, Oh, I'm just getting some footage Don't of everything. Don't you love going. how cops like... They no. ask questions like that, and it's almost like they want you to be like, oh, you know, like they, I don't know. They just ask questions. It's like a rhetorical question. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, I was like, <laughs> no hate on getting... cops. We love cops. We have friends who are cops. We do have friends that are cops. Or state troopers. Same thing, kind of. <laughs> She's hijacking my story. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> I tell the guy that I'm getting footage for this event and he's like asking about like, do I have permission? Have I called the uh, airport and ask because I'm in an airway uh, at the time. Like I vaguely knew that because every time you'd take off, it would say something about you're in illegal airspace <laughs> and you just ignored it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, pretty sure everyone does that. So Yeah. Or are we just the most going, unprofessional videographers ever? <laughs> no, I just wasn't going super high up in the air. Yeah. And I also knew that, like, I I didn't know what I was talking about if I called the air traffic controllers and was like, hey, I'm going to fly a drone here at this time. I didn't think that far ahead. I was just like, I'm going to get some quick footage or whatever. Anyway, I'm talking with the cop. Turns out he is, like, the drone pilot of the sheriff deputy drone pilot and like he knows everything about drones he was telling me a story about how he used a like uh what do they call that some sort of heat camera to be able to track like infrared yeah infrared camera to be able to track uh this criminal who was hiding in a tree 
and his dudes didn't see the guy anyway so he was telling me all this and he was like yeah you probably need to take it down if you don't have permission to be here and so as i was doing that um i was pulling it back over flying it back over towards me and it was about 35 feet in the air and it just stops and like in the air it just yeah, I can't control it anymore. It's hovering. It's still, yeah, it's still flying. Yeah, it's but still it's flying just, 35 feet in the air, but it I won't can't land. land it. I can't move it. For some reason, just the software <laughs> was just like, <laughs> and he's like, yeah, just go ahead and, and, and uh, drop it down. I'm like, I cannot move the drone. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. So I'm trying all this stuff, trying to turn the remote off back on my phone off because you had to connect it with your phone. And, uh, there were like two or three other cops that came up and they were like seeing what was going on. And I was just kind of staring up. And anyway, the drone was at like 25%. We sat there for like 10 minutes and from 35 feet in the air, it just died and fell and just, which this is like a very crowded event. Like yeah, we was. had to like make sure nobody was going to walk under it. Cause it would have freaking knocked somebody out. Yeah. But yeah, it literally fell out of the sky because yeah, it and wouldn't it turn off. It wouldn't land on the ground. It was pretty embarrassing. Like I, I mean, I think that was that? the last time we flew that drone. Yeah, it was. I think we were like, all sure. right, we're done. We're upgrading. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. For like that, that drone was a liability for us. It was so. But here is a lesson out of this story: update the software. Uh, firmware update. Firmware. Yeah. For Cal- your drone. Do the, do the like calibrations on it because I'm pretty sure I ignored mine and that's what happens if you ignore it mm-hmm. for long enough. Yeah. And also like, don't get a sketchy drone, get a DJI. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. They do. They are very great. You almost can't wreck those things. So, I yeah. mean, you can, but all right, that's going to end the segment for story time. Hopefully you enjoy e- that. And we didn't ramble too long. Uh, and we're also going to take a quick break. Is it time for a break already? It is. Okay. Surprisingly. BRBs. We're back. We're back. Yep. (laughs) And now, our next segment. What? I'm just being silly. You are being silly. Is being silly allowed? Yes. (laughs) And now, we're going to talk about some educational stuff. So, if you're not into this kind of thing... Sorry. (laughs) So for our videographer friends or aspiring videographers out there, um, we wanted to talk a little bit about just what you need to get started if you're thinking about getting into the wedding videography scene. Um, Because you don't have to have everything. Um, We started off with the absolute bare minimum. And so I wanted to kind of show you what some things are that you could have just to get started, um, to get some experience under your belt and, um, you know, work on a budget because obviously equipment is expensive. And, um, another thing I want to mention is renting, um, renting equipment is not something that we've really ever done Mm -hmm. to be quite honest with you. Um, for a while, I don't even think I knew you could do that. And, um, but anyways, if you have a lens rentals, well, you don't have to have one near you. You can order everything online through lens rentals. So definitely check them out if you 
aren't ready to invest in anything. And it's always good to try things first anyways. Like we just rented some lenses to test them out um, at a wedding this past, no, was it this past week? No, two weekends ago. Um, And we were like, yeah, we like these. So we purchased them. So it's good just to test things out. Um, But anyways, so starting out, the, the main thing that you need to shoot a wedding is a camera, a lens. This doesn't have a lens on it. Yeah, I'll I'll get into it in a second. A camera, a lens, possibly two lenses, um, an audio recording device, and some sort of mount. Um, so yeah, that's all we had starting out. So I just wanted to kind of show you what are some good things that you could start off with if you're interested in getting into it. So. Um, things are a little bit different now, I would say, with video. I feel like mirrorless cameras are the standard now. Um, I'm not saying you have to shoot with mirrorless, but they are just designed for video in mind. Um, and most of them have internal stabilization, which is great if you're shooting handheld and things like that. Um, but this is one of the cameras that we started out with. Um, and this was, this camera actually came out, I think this was one of the first mirrorless um systems that sony came out with this is a sony a6000 but they have the 6000 series they have new ones now um this would be a great like line to start off with is one of the sony a6000 series cameras um they're really compact and they're they're great now as far as lenses go um, I would never get a kit lens. Um, every camera body that you buy will give you the option to do like a bundle with a kit lens. The kit lenses are trash. Don't don't waste your money on them. Um, I would just... <laughs> Rob's offended by that statement. I don't know. I, don't, I wouldn't call them trash, but they're just not... They're not useful. Um, and they're not... They're just not. Um, so I would recommend just buying the body and then either renting really great lenses... Um, because you can rent, you know, a $1,500 lens from Lens Rentals for a weekend for probably under $100. Um, so you could do that for a while until you've saved up enough to buy really great glass. But um, lenses I would recommend, you need a zoom lens for ceremony and you need some sort of either like a 24 to 70 or some kind of fixed lens, like a 50 millimeter or a 35 millimeter, something like that where you can um, operate really well in low light situations and so that you can get really great detail shots. Um, And then really the only thing you need a zoom lens for is the ceremony so that you can be in the back and still get really great shots. Um, So, yes, that's it for the camera stuff. Now, as far, oh, you have it. As far as audio goes, um, we started off using a Zoom H1 recording device and bought like a lav mic off Amazon. Um, You can do that. But I would recommend getting a Tascam DR10L. Is that what this is called? I think I wrote it down. Where is it? Yes, DR10L. So this is what it looks like. It just looks like a little mic pack. All right. These are just as affordable as um, what we used way back, the Zoom H1 and a lav mic. Um, and these are incredible quality. The battery life is amazing. Um, it has an option where you can like 
do dual recording so that you have a lower decibel track that it's recording at the same time as a higher decibel one so that in case the person is super loud, your audio is not ruined, you have a lower track that you can use. Um, on all, these are amazing and they're, I think they cost around like $130. Um, so I would definitely invest in one of these so that you can mic up the efficient or pastor or whoever is marrying the couple. Mm-hmm. Um, you need that. And then last but not least, you need a mount. I would recommend getting a travel tripod, which is what the camera is currently on. So I can't show you, but you can get a $30 decent tripod off of Amazon to use during a ceremony. Um, but I would definitely recommend getting a monopod. So this, you can get um, some cheaper versions, but this is kind of the holy grail of monopods. I would recommend getting one of these or at least renting one. Um, these have fluid. So there's there's fluid panning. I don't know how to describe this, but the little stand at the bottom is like a fluid panning thing. And then it has a fluid head on it so that you can get all the very smooth movement that you want um, with panning shots and you're not going to be all shaky and everything. Um, If you're not shooting with a mirrorless camera, you 100% need one of these or your footage will be shaky and it's just not good. So get one of these. It's a great start um, as opposed to like a stabilizer, which you could get later on. Yep. And that is the videographer starter kit. That's it. (laughs) Rob, do you have any comments? No, I was going to let you take that one away. Okay, so that that concludes um, our educational segment. There will be another educational segment in a little bit, but we are going to move on to our TikTok segment. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so we have prepared... Somewhat, we have prepared a uh, a couple of TikToks for you guys. I think it's going to be like she has two and I have two. Mm-hmm. I don't have TikTok because I'm like that guy that like everybody makes fun of who's like, I'm not going to download TikTok. But then I watch reels and like YouTube one of my tic- One of my TikToks that I'm going to show is about that. Okay. So relevant. Anyway, so mine are on a couple of different platforms, but uh, ads are obviously... Yeah, a couple different platforms. You yeah, mean YouTube Reels? Sh- YouTube Short and a. You watch YouTube Shorts? Not all the time. Bae. Like I have looked at YouTube Shorts because they also coincide. Like you know, they go across all the platforms. It's like TikTok, Reel, YouTube Short. I'm disappointed in you. Okay, look. Here's the real story. She's disappointed in me, but I saw a reel. That was a TikTok. Okay. And I couldn't find I couldn't find the reel of the TikTok. So I went to YouTube and I found a YouTube short of the reel that I saw that is from TikTok. So Got it. That's how it happened. Well, um, did you send me your things? I did. Yes. Is it in our messages? Uh yeah. Okay. We'll watch yours first. I only see one. I see the Spider-Man one. Really? Yeah. Oh, um, the other ones are on Instagram. You sent them on Instagram Messenger? Mm-hmm. To okay. your personal account. So I'm going to put these on the screen, um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing a little screen recording. 
don't really know how else to do this segment, so... Yeah, this is why I was nervous. We're kind of just testing this out. If it sucks, we won't do it again. All right, so just bear with us. All right, here we go. Here's, Here's one of Rob's... It's BTS. Is that an advertisement? No, it's it's something something not right. Spider-Man's white? Hold on, so so let me get this straight. Do you still know an Iron Man? You mean the Tungsten Gentleman? What about Doctor Strange? You're talking about Mr. Weird? Do you have an Aunt May? We got Mima June. The Green Goblin? I got the Turquoise Troll. Are you, are you still talking to Mary Jane? Her name's Happy Death. You know Captain America? You mean Lieutenant Germany? The Winter Soldier? The Summer Marine? Black Panther? We got the White Pooper. Blood that love manos, Not now. So you're telling me you ain't got the Guardians of the Galaxy? Nah, we got the Supervisors of the Solar System. What, what about Ant-Man? Termite Buddy. Thanos? Kratos. Do you even have the Avengers? We got the Retaliators. Oh, no, I had enough. Why, Spike Lee? Why? His name is Stanley. The Retaliators? The Retaliators. That's great. <laughs> that is really well done. I, I, when I first saw that, I was... I was laughing a lot. So I love it. The summer Marine instead of the winter soldier. It's very clever and funny. If you like the Marvel movies, if you don't know anything about Marvel, you don't know what that's talking about. I'm sorry, but I think it's funny. Who doesn't know anything about Marvel though? I don't know. If you don't watch any of the Marvel movies, let us know. I was going to make a cheesy joke. Like, I was going to say that you're probably Patrick Starr because, like, you live under a rock. Wow. That's kind of a dad joke. Speaking of dad jokes, real quick, this is story time. Dad, love you if you're listening. My dad, when I got in his car for us to go, I think we were just going to the store or something when we were there for Christmas, he was listening to a podcast about dad jokes. Did you notice that? Yeah, that's so that's so like him. <laughs> it is like him. He was listening to a podcast about dad jokes, and I was just like... And then he told us some. He did. And we were like, nice. Great. Okay. Next. Okay. Uh, let's watch your other ones. Here we go. <laughs> if this doesn't relate to you... <laughs> so true. Okay. If that wasn't you, uh, you haven't lived life. Dang, bro. You just haven't truly lived. That's freaking mean. Can I get a few words? words? That's just a classic. (laughs) It's just the best. Because that one reminds us of our dog, Haku. He is just... Did you call him Koo? Haku. Oh. I was like, that's not his actual name. Yeah. His actual name is Haku. And he has a lot of nicknames. He's just a sniffer. Like, he'll come up to you and do that exact thing. So. Like, in your face. Yeah. I love, love it. That. Okay, my TikToks. I don't know if my... I don't think my screen is recording anymore. It stopped. Nice. It's okay. Um, We can add those in. All right. Uh, Okay. This one just... It got me. When someone uses your driveway to turn around. Oh. <laughs> it's true. When someone uses your... It really is true. Like, if I see someone in a car that I don't know, I'm straight up doing that out the window. Yeah. Like, half. like creeping. Dude, I'll tell you what else. Whenever, like, 
if we do Instacart where we like get food delivered and after like there's been a couple times where people will do their delivery and then they'll just sit in the driveway for like a long time and I'm like Make, like doing those exact memes yeah like what is this person doing yeah. super creeped out even though they're probably just texting or something yeah or like finding the next <laughs> job or something like, i'm like I, I literally will not go out and get my food or my groceries until they're gone like they're yeah. long gone because i have like a weird fear that they're gonna like get out and like kidnap me or something. oh my goodness <laughs> you have their name and stuff don't you i mean they like I have, have their to first be... name okay well i, don't I have, have their actually freaking... helped whole info i've helped the person get the groceries out of the car before so you're a nice soul yeah okay uh oh this one this was the one that i was saying related to what you're talking about where you don't have tiktok right (laughs) it's true and the Spongebob music That's just makes it such a classic yeah okay uh last one I didn't pick three like you did okay well we can end it I just sent that last one as like a bonus because it reminded me of Haku and it made me laugh so I think I think I will do just one more I'll do this one <laughs> dude that's criminal i haven't seen that one before that's absolutely criminal we should prank each other like that you don't want i've always been scared to prank you because i'm afraid that like you'll just get mad and you won't think it's funny um i think i've never experienced pranking you so i don't know how you would react I would you be even, mad? I don't know. It would depend. Like, if you gave me a popsicle that was mustard, I'd probably think that was funny. Or, like, there's also another one uh, that you like. It was a TikTok that you showed me, and it was a husband had uh, replaced the wife's soap with a potato. And he, like, oh, carved it into the shape of her soap. And she was, like, trying to wash her <laughs> like face or something with up. it. And she was like, "What did? Why did you like cut up my bar of soap?" I don't know how she didn't. She couldn't tell that it was a potato. I don't know because like the texture would be funny. I would laugh at that if you like put a hair bag under my seat. Oh, and, like, I would never do something thing. like dangerous like that. Have y'all seen those? Those are crazy. Those are so dangerous. They really are. And the people go flying yeah. like across the room. That's yeah. crazy. Like something bad could happen from one of those. Absolutely. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the TikTok segment. Yes. And I hope that flows pretty well. We'll try to dial it uh dial it in for the next Yeah, episode. let us know if that was, you know. Painful. Yeah. It's fine. If it, if we need to eliminate it, we will. <laughs> Um, okay, we're going to dive back into a little bit more education um, just to continue on sort of a starter kit for our aspiring videographers out there. Um, less on equipment, more on software and things that you need to produce content and to stay organized and all that jazz. Um, so, okay. 
So as far as editing goes, um, I am not a Adobe Premiere gal. Um, not a fan. Adobe, you know, I use Lightroom and Photoshop, but I ain't using no Premiere, no ma'am. Yeah, as someone who has primarily learned on Final Cut Pro, when you open Adobe anything, it I, is like, yeah, just like not user world. friendly. And everyone has their own opinions. Some yeah, people love that, Adobe Premiere. That's awesome, dude. I, you're better than me. But I, you know, like I learned on iMovie and then I got Final Cut Pro. Well, I had Final Cut Pro like Express, which was equivalent to Premiere, like not user friendly. But when they came out with Final Cut Pro 10, um, I just feel like the whole interface is very user friendly and it's not too difficult to learn. Um so yeah, Final Cut Pro 10 to edit, that's what I would recommend. Um, and then as far as your, um, oh, I didn't even add this. As far as your contracts and dealing with leads and um, kind of your bookkeeping, but not all of your bookkeeping. So I use QuickBooks for like actual bookkeeping, but I use Dubsado for, um, to, to take care of all of our contracts and invoicing and forms and like communication with clients. Um, it's a great way to automate all of that stuff. Um, a lot of people use HoneyBook. I would say that's the most popular thing to use. Um, just another great way to like automate and keep everything organized, all of your client communication and forms and everything. Um, but yeah, QuickBooks, you definitely need QuickBooks and you'll need an accountant eventually because like I just called my accountant this morning because I don't know how finances work. So I have to ask her questions periodically. Um, and then you're going to need a Vimeo account. Um, I wouldn't, no hate, but I wouldn't recommend YouTube for delivering films to clients. I don't feel like it's a very professional and like clean interface for that. So I would recommend Vimeo. Um, they have there is a free account that you can use, and but once you've reached a certain point of um, you're uploading a certain amount of stuff every week and you hit the storage cap, you'll have to pay for an account. But um, Vimeo is a very clean interface that you can deliver films digitally to your clients and they can download them through there and everything and then last but not least instagram obviously you should be using instagram um to be honest we neglected um instagram as a huge marketing tool we mainly used facebook um and we just posted our films there and it was great for like sharing and getting those like kind of word of mouth referrals but as far as i think where the market is going is that the right like way to say it yeah and how technology is growing yeah i would just say the the way that things are going instagram is definitely the way to go especially if you want to reach people that you don't somehow know through mutual people um your people are going to find you organically a lot more through instagram and yeah so definitely have a presence on instagram and that concludes our education. Actually, no, it doesn't. There is another segment. <laughs> Sorry. Um, we are going to move into our music segment. Okay. It's fun. What? No, it's great. I just I don't have anything to really add. Yeah. Did we already talk this. about how you don't really listen to music? Yes. I do listen to music. 
quite often. However, it's the same stuff. And if you'd like to know what that same stuff is, uh, I mean, it, it's actually very random. I think I have probably the most random genres. Uh, I think I saw my Spotify playback or whatever. Rewind. What is it? Yeah. it Or like year, wrapped. I think it's called wrapped. Okay. There's so many different I don't like, know. rewind playback. Your year. Right? It's like your yeah. year in review. Yes. So I think I had like uh, 71 different genres that I listened to. That's crazy. It is kind of crazy, but I listened to anywhere from, I mean, it's it's 71 different genres uh, from Billie Holiday and like 1920s, 30s music to like, um, like, uh, country. What are those yeah, I do listen to country from time to time. There are those like specific uh, clangers, as my friend calls I them. I feel like. I feel like the majority of what you listen to, though, is probably similar to what I listen to. Like, yeah, kind of like indie, alternative, yeah, like dream pop stuff. Yeah, also a lot of lo-fi, which I think uh, yeah. kind of falls. I I think lo-fi has a bunch of different genres, so I think because I feel like I lo-fi to- takes any genre and then like pulls it in because they basically are like re they do a lot of remixing of songs yeah, so maybe that's why i have yeah, 71 probably. different genres yeah. that i'll listen to well um so i'm gonna recommend some new songs that i found recently um we can't play them just because of copyright but um i'll put them on the screen and i'll put them in the description so that you can go and add them to a spotify playlist and give them a listen um so we just, this came on my release radar playlist and Rob was like, I always hated this song, but <laughs> Neon Trees came out with, um, they did a, it's called a revisited version of Everybody Talks. Hmm. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, it is a nice little, little upbeat. It feels a little bit more like tropical, tropical. No. <laughs> yeah, there's a part in it that's kind of like reggae. I thought it, I thought it sounded kind of Maybe folky. Folky, sure. I don't know. Um, and then Wind the... I do want to pause you real quick. Okay. And here's my two cents on the music segment. In 2012, when Neon Trees and... What was the other one? The... Uh, Goodyear or whatever? Yeah. Is okay. that how you say that? There were songs and Neon Trees that everybody talks was one of them specifically. It was like on all the time. Every second. Yeah. Like... Back then, you still kind of listened to the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, mean? I literally never listened to the radio. Does anyone... We need to do a poll. Does anyone still listen to the radio? If you do, great. I mean, more power to you. Dude, the radio's going to go out of business. Oh. I mean, it's possible. Like, radio is irrelevant now. Okay, let's finish this segment because we're dragging it on. Wind... Wind... When the End Comes by Andrew Bell. I've always loved Andrew Bell. Um, he's great. Definitely check this song out. I think it's new. I'm pretty sure it was on my release radar. Um, and then just an artist in general that I stumbled across that I really love. Her sound, her voice sounds a lot like Adele's. She has like a very like deep, strong voice. Um, her name is Genevieve Stokes. Um, I think her most popular song is called Surface Tension. 
But anyways, I liked a bunch of her songs and have really been enjoying her music lately. So definitely check her out. Yeah. And that concludes the music segment. So now we're going to go into one last educational segment. And I think, Rob, you'll be able to speak into this. Um, okay. Um, before we go here. Yeah. I do want to add something to the educational segment where you were saying like Final Cut Pro and stuff like yeah. that. Music for video editing. Yeah. I didn't, didn't even mention that. that. That That's a good point. Um, it is essential that you are not using copyrighted music and that you have the proper licensing for the music that you're using for films that you are selling. Um, so I would highly, highly, highly recommend getting a subscription with a music bed. They, I've tried a lot of music subscription websites. Music bed by far has the biggest and best selection. Um, they are probably the most expensive, but there's a reason for that. Um, and they do have a specific subscriptions for certain content creation so if you're a wedding business they have a certain subscription for that if you're just a youtube content creator they have a certain subscription for that so you definitely need to check out music bed um i would also recommend artlist not necessarily for music they have some but not much um i use them for sound effects they have a ton of sound effects and yeah those are my fave there's a lot out there there's soundstripe is very affordable not a big selection um epidemic sound i've heard is decent um but there yeah. are multiple you can kind of play around with it and just see what you like but we do use music bed and we would recommend it for sure yes music um, bed all the way we're going to take another break one more break and then we're going to come back and do a, a tiny bit more education and we're back we're back again yes Guess who's back? I thought you were going to... Come on, man. Back it was fitting for that. It was. Rob's too cool for everything. I'm really not. It's it's all just a front. Yeah, he's a freaking weirdo. I am weird. And <laughs> I was just thinking about this. Yeah, that it has nothing to do with anything, but it's just a random thought. I know so much lore about so many different like wait we'll get we'll get to your lore we're gonna get to that there is a part there is so let's finish up our educational boring section (laughs) is it boring (laughs) no hopefully for some people it is useful and helpful yeah um so i wanted to dive in a little bit on just some things that you should be doing to gain experience if you're new Um, Even if you're not new, you should always be finding opportunities to gain experience in education. But um, I wanted to talk about some things for someone who's trying to get into the industry but doesn't really know where to start. So first, I would say that you need to start dabbling. You need to start creating. Mm -hmm. All right. You need to start kind of seeing what you're good at and and honing in on uh, those specific things. Start mm-hmm. developing your skills, and uh, that goes for specific shots. That goes for your editing skills. Um, there are a bunch of different resources you can look up. Um, <laughs> your phone. <laughs> forgot to put this in my pocket, so we're going to set it right here. It's great. Anyway. Um, YouTube tutorials, Skillshare. Yeah, Skillshare. And There's so like many that. free or affordable resources for learning if you're new. 
Um, So definitely look into that. But I also wanted to mention, if you're like, I want to shoot a wedding, but I don't know how to actually do it. (laughs) I would start off by finding someone you can second shoot with. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what I did before I ever shot the first wedding that I shot on my own. Um, So find someone, DM them on Instagram, um, you know, find someone local and you know, you may, not everyone may not be willing to let you if you're brand new. Um, but I guarantee you'll find someone that will say, yeah, for sure. Um, people are usually pretty open and, um, it's, you just need a little bit of experience so that you feel comfortable to shoot one on your own. I would definitely do that before just going and shooting one, like offering to shoot one for someone, um, just so you know what to expect. Now, um, the next step would definitely be shooting a wedding for free or extremely cheap. Yeah. Yeah. You need to get one under your belt and do your absolute very best and see what you can make out of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just expand your portfolio and say, Hey, I've done this before Mm -hmm. and practice makes. And honestly, all it takes is one because you get one, you're going to get another. Right. And then you'll get another. Yeah. And it'll go from there. Um, And then the next thing I wanted to mention was styled shoots. And this can look like there are actually styled shoot groups on Facebook and stuff where you can actually find styled shoots that you can pay to participate in. Um, There's there's some local photographers that just hosted like a big styled shoot, uh, like a content creation day. There's things like that. But also something that we just did with some friends was we were like, hey, we really want to create something like this. Would you guys be willing to model for us? Um, this is what we'll do. And we planned this shoot and we shot with some friends. And so those are some things that you should definitely be doing to just expand your portfolio. Yeah. You know, friends are usually down, you know, you'll find someone that's down and it doesn't cost you anything. It just costs you a little bit of time and you can make something awesome. Definitely. Um, and last but not least, networking. Um, and that kind of goes hand in hand with like finding people to second shoot with and finding people that are like hosting style shoots and stuff like that. Um, find other professionals in the field that you're wanting to be in and connect with them. And, um, don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say like, you want to be careful not to be like spammy and like trying to like take advantage like trying to ask for free like knowledge and stuff and how they got to where they were um but try to actually build a relationship with people and get to know them and their story and all that jazz and um you know be willing to pay for mentorship sessions if you know someone is doing that and you really want to learn from them yeah awesome and that concludes our education. For the day, actually. Right? Education. For the day. Yeah, that's it. That's all. All right. And well, we got a couple uh, more segments. So we wanted to, do you want to do the encouragement first or do you want to do the random topics first? Let's do the encouragement first. Okay. So we talked and we were like, what is something else that we could offer that would be beneficial for anyone listening? And, um, we thought maybe just a little segment where we just offer some sort of encouragement, something that is going to build you up that you can take with you for the week and, um, you know, just keep in your back pocket for when you need it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and 
I actually wrote something down and I didn't even talk about it with Rob. So yeah, I'm kind of, we can just converse over what my thought was. Yeah. Um, Oh wait, no, we did talk. We did talk about the general topic. You suggested yeah, it. I did suggest it. Okay. Uh, okay. You tell you, te- you, you share the first part of it. No, and then you wrote it down. So, well, you suggested, um, that we talk about like people that feel like, like they aren't exactly happy with where they are in life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and how could we encourage those people? Like whether it be you're in a job you don't like, or you are, you don't really have community right now, or, um, I don't know, your circumstances just don't look exactly ideal and you're not super happy right now. Um, yeah. So I wrote down a few things. Um, I think the main thing is gosh Rob I feel like you can speak into this so much because you went through so many like seasons of like not being where you wanted to be yeah exactly Mm -hmm. um but I just wrote down you have to choose joy in all circumstances and be thankful in all circumstances but also never be afraid to ask God for what you want um and I feel like that can be a little bit like People don't want to, I don't know, like God's not like a wish factory, right. you know? Um, but I think that God does place certain desires and dreams in our hearts for yeah. a reason. Mm-hmm. He makes us passionate about things for a reason. So you should never be afraid. If you feel like you have a deep desire to do something, you should never be afraid to ask God to lead you into that and to yeah. give you the opportunity. Yeah, I can speak into that a bit. There were definitely jobs that I had where I was like, either I felt overqualified or I was just in a situation where I didn't like what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And um, just trying to be a light in that that time period, like whether it was with my coworkers or the people I was speaking into or whatever I was doing, I was going to do it to the best of my ability. And I was going to kind of prove myself in that specific mm-hmm. area. Um, here's a quick story about me. I graduated college, um, went to work for FedEx, didn't like that. I had the 3 a.m. to what, 6 a.m., 3 a.m. to 9 a.m. shift. Yeah. And I did that for like a month. And that just, it took a huge toll on me it's because I didn't know how to, job. yeah, I didn't know how to balance out my work and my like social life and so I'd stay up until midnight hanging out with friends and then I'd have to get up at three and then work until it was just a bad season um so I stopped that and I I needed money like I needed to Mm -hmm. be able to survive and so I took a job at a restaurant and I was a dishwasher for like I think I was a dishwasher for two months two or three months Mm -hmm. and I just like I made friends with the people that I worked with I, I did the job to the best of my ability. I mean, even though you don't like your job, like you can, you, you can really prove yourself by doing it to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, I think it wasn't even three months. It it was some short amount of time in the grand scheme of things where I proved myself and the head chef that was at that restaurant was like, Hey, you're a smart dude. You're really good at, at, at what you're doing and you have drive and I can tell. And so he promoted me 
And I didn't stay much longer after that promotion because I became a teacher, but it was in that season where I was having to study for the praxis tests and things like that. And I just needed income to be able to survive. And, um, I did that. Uh, and yeah, I mean, you can just, uh, take where you're at and use it for God's glory and just be thankful that you have anything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that's my two cents. Yeah. It makes me think of that like trend for that real for it's like a real audio trend that's been going around that's talking about like how you you wish for where you are now a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Or it whatever. Is. It's something like that. And it just made me think about that. There's there's so many times I feel like over the last, you know, just this the six and a half years that we've been together, I think there's been so many seasons where we're like, I can't wait to get out of this season. Yeah, I want to be here. And, and then the next thing you know, you're there. And I think that's a good point as well is like, you need to have a goal. Like if you don't like where you're at, you need to sit down and just have a conversation with yourself. Where do you want to be? Yeah. Don't just settle in. Yeah. Like, it, if you're not happy now and you know that, you know it's not where you want to be, then figure out where you want to be. Yeah, and make that your goal and work really hard to get to it because that, yeah. you can. You can achieve it yeah. for sure. So the the thing that I want to wrap this whole encouragement up with is this verse. Um, it's Psalms, Psalms 37, 5. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. Um. So yeah, I feel like in every season, if you can just commit what you're doing and if you have goals and you have dreams, lay them in in front, like lay them at God's feet and say, this is what I want, you know, but your will be done and I give it to you and I'm going to commit everything I do every day to you and watch what happens. Yeah. And looking back at all those stages, all those jobs that I had, I grew a lot in those seasons. Mm Mm-hmm uh, in various ways. And, uh, there's a reason why there's always a reason why you're in the season that you're in. So anyway, that wraps up our encouragement. Hopefully that helps you out. Um, and then we're going to kind of just ramble a little bit. (laughs) What can we just talk about whatever we want at one segment? One of the things that we posted on our, uh, on our Instagram, it was a poll about, um, like, do you want it to be more educational or do you want it to be more personal? And a lot of people said personal. So, Mm -hmm. uh, this is kind of just us talking about specific, not specific things, just random things, uh, that we've kind of been into lately, I guess. Yeah. Things we've enjoyed. Yeah. And so on. So let's just start this off. If you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home, go do that. What are you doing? Uh, no spoilers whatsoever i'm not going to talk about yeah we won't give spoilers even though i kind of want to but we won't no we won't um at this point you know you need to go see it if you have yeah it's so good it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter well you should watch the other the other tom holland spider-mans before you go see no way home okay sure yeah we'll say that definitely watch them because they're good yeah and it'll help you understand look i'm a huge spider-man fan I've always loved Spider-Man because, yeah. I, He's obsessed. He'd been talking about it nonstop ever since we went. Here's the thing about home. Spider-Man is, I and let, let's have a conversation. You can comment. You can uh, 
Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> no. You can comment your favorite superhero and you can argue with me uh, respectfully about why you think that superhero is better than Spider-Man, but I think that Spider-Man is the best superhero. He has super strength. I mean, he's not like Hulk or, uh, you know, anything like that. He but can crawl on stuff. He, can, he has spidey senses. He can fly through buildings with his spidey juice. Why do you call it spidey juice? I don't know. His I web. like it. It's just his web. Web juice? Just web cartridge. Okay, let's... I don't want to dive into that because it just, it kind of upsets me that they made it that way. Like, why can't he just naturally have web juice? Okay. Why does he have to have a cartridge if he's a superhero? We're just going to keep talking about uh, why Spider-Man's the best. (laughs) Sorry, I had to just do that. Anyway, if you have any kind of argument, I want to hear it because uh, my brother did say something. I I was talking about this to my brother uh, last week. Or a couple of days ago, and he was like, Spider-Man is the best superhero in an urban environment. He said, if you put Spider-Man in the middle of Kansas, he's not the greatest superhero. It is true, because what can he like do his web on? Trees? Yeah. Trees, I guess. What if it's all fields? Was he going to okay. spidey onto a piece of grass? <laughs> Look, Spider-Man's super cool. <laughs> like grapple? And you need to go see the movie. But this kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier about just that random thought I had. I have so much knowledge about lore of so many different You need to start your like own that. podcast about lore. I probably do. <sighs> he wears me out with this stuff. I just really like it. Star he really Wars likes to talk about it. Huge. And I'm like, I only have so much patience. <laughs> Look, Star Wars is great on so many different levels. If you're not a Star Wars fan... Uh, I'm sorry that you don't like that and that you can't enjoy it like the rest <laughs> of the world. I'm sorry that your life sucks. <laughs> Whoa. I didn't say that. But um, yeah, I just like, I'll watch YouTubers who know way more than me about it and just like educate myself on it for no, like what is, what good does that I'll do I'll tell for you me? the only thing in my life that I have cared enough to learn all the lore behind and I still don't fully understand it is Kingdom Hearts. Okay, Kingdom Hearts is pretty wild. I I think because of how complicated it is, I kind of stay away from it. It it is so complicated and the way that they released everything out of order, it's just it's too much. I've watched so many YouTube videos explaining the plot line of Kingdom Hearts and all the characters and like everything and it's just Yeah, it is exhausting. Um but if you want like to talk about that stuff, we can. Nerdy um, stuff. We're nerdy all about stuff. the nerdy stuff. If you haven't mm-hmm. already gathered that, we are n- really nerdy. Yeah. Anyway, that does. Do we have anything else to talk about with the random segment? I think we're no. But that. you did say that you wanted to leave everyone with a question to answer in the comments. So before you ask that question, that will be the last thing that we do. Um, let's just say, hey, if you didn't know. We're posting a podcast every single Friday at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Mm-hmm. And um, feel free to let us know anything that you would like to hear us talk about, any questions you have, anything like that. Um, 
And or if you want to speak into anything that we've said, if you're like, I think that's wrong. Hey, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll talk about it. And uh, right now we are on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. We are not on Spotify yet, but we might be when this is up. I don't know yet. We'll see. Yeah. And, I think there and are that's, a few more uh, avenues you have to navigate to get on to Spotify, but we'll make it happen. We'll at figure some point. it out. Yeah. Um, question for the audience. Thank you for listening, by the way. Uh, what was my question? No, I know what it is. I just didn't know how to word it. I still don't know what she said, but anyway, um, <laughs> let me know if you think that. You were just going to ask what people think about it. Yeah. What do you think? Okay, sure. What do you think about NFTs and virtual real estate? I just want to know. And I'm not going to say my opinion yet. Maybe that can be a part of the random topics. We'll for talk next about it next week. Week, But just comment about it. Send us a message about it. I'm still just don't know enough about it. But yep. it's just a random question. All right. Thanks again for listening. And tune in next week to the third episode <laughs> of The Senate Garden Podcast. That was really creepy. Okay. Bye.